I've been a squad leader since all the way back. I've spent all me money on modules and packs. I'll go to the game den and set up the boards. And we'll game then until our do wives do complain. I win some, I'll lose some, I'll spend my cash wad. And if you don't like me, flame me on Game Squad. I'll play when I'm hungry, but I'll drink when I play. And if the snake guys don't kill me, then I'll play till I'm gray. I'll go to some club meet in this here country. Ten planos of counters, I'll go on a spree. No women to follow, no children to whine. Here's hoping my dear squads don't walk on our mine. Oh, ASL, ASL, how I love thee. You killed my favorite 10 meg 3. Now bless all ASLers and help us avoid poopy traps. New counters smell sweet as the ink on the maps. Oi! Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's us. Dave. And Jeff are back. We really haven't been gone very long. Well, we're in this mountainous region. But we're back in this, uh, the two half squads, the one and only podcast dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world. And that would be, of course, Dave. Advanced squad leader. I love the way you just pick up on this stuff. You're you're, you're a natural. 286 times practicing. Yeah. And uh, about twice a month, the show comes out pretty regularly, irregularly, twice a month. And uh, it's funny because I listen to a couple of different podcasts and watch some different uh, tech things on YouTube. And I'll see people suddenly stop. You know, they're very regular and and then do they say and suddenly stop um, and then they'll hey, come back and they'll sorry hit. i i was gone sorry i was gone i had covid i've i've heard a lot not a lot but i've heard a couple of those lately not say covid covid yes guys oh, okay. been out a couple of weeks for covid well and if you notice the month we were only going to get one done for some reason we still ended up getting two out that month yeah. thanks to you dave pow Dave is responsible for for the pow, for the pow in the show. He puts the pow. He puts the wow in the pow. Dave, I am approaching my 65th birthday. Ah. I know. I look fantastic, don't I? I forget you're that far ahead of me. A lot of people uh, say, oh, you don't look 65, which is very nice. Uh, I mean, I'm not 65 yet, but let's not split hairs. Nice to hear. And I got to say, I've been I've been a little down about it for the last year thinking about it. But very good friend of mine who I've known since high school, who just turned 65 two days ago, I was chatting with him and he said, 65 is the new 50. There you go. I I thought, you know what, talk on it. That's right. 
I'm going to start thinking about it like that. Not like it's the end, but certainly not the end. Um, but I think that's probably true. I mean, you're as young as you feel, blah, blah, blah. But I want to start feeling younger. So I'm taking steps in that direction. I've started walking every day for 45 minutes on my treadmill. And I've been watching um, Lost. I started Lost. I'm on season one, episode 15. I'm not, sure that's, I'm not sure that's what I should be watching, though. It's a little bit, <clears throat> it leaves me a little bit anxious. A lot of well, yeah, it does. Did you watch it when it was on? No, we watched it uh, many years later, Laura and I, and we were warned about the ending. But my boss said at the time, just watch for the experience of the now. And don't yeah. worry about the end of the storyline. And then you'll enjoy it. Yeah. So. Yes. And I'm trying to do that. I'm thinking about that. And I'm thinking about all these. It's really uh, about the characters and all the crazy situations they're in and all of their their convoluted history, just like all of us, except for me. I have a very, very boring history. Everybody else, though, in the world as these convoluted histories and you put them together and see what happens. And I I've been in, kind of enjoying it. I, I spent a lot of time screaming at the screen. Don't do it, Walt. You know, Michael, you idiot. And Sawyer, doggone it, Sawyer. Go ahead and kiss her, Sawyer. And then apologize. You know, so, yeah, I get very vocal, but it, at least it's got him getting me walking. But if anybody's got another idea for me to watch, a series. I won't do Game of Thrones, but if anybody has any other ideas, I'd like to do World War II. Oh, would it be worth it doing combat? <clears throat> yeah, probably some kind of series. Not a, maybe not a the twenty part. If that's what it was, World at War documentary or something like that. Maybe be too much depressing. Yeah. Too yeah. realistic. Yeah, it could be. Hard to know. But but story, film, you know, like combat, something lighter. Yes. <laughs> the lighter side of work. Compared, compared to like, well, you know, maybe that's not accurate. Compared to Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yes. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Because it's black and white. Yeah. But. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's that's kind of uh, what I've been up to. So I'm uh, 65 going on 50. And loving it there you go that's yeah. the right attitude sir and what's, what's with you? You had a, had a, well as you know my um, mom passed away yeah a week ago monday yeah and it was a good death and we know where she's going and the family's all on the same page and she passed while Laura and I were there in the room with her. We So we were doing the hospice home stuff, as you and I had talked about before. Yeah. So suddenly my lunches with mom, that used to be 11 to 2, and then I could zip home and play Vassal, you know, or do Mandalorian Day with you and Mike or whatever. Uh, suddenly became those 8.30 a.m.s to 6.30 at night care days but you know yeah laura said people say well it's such a burden and all and laura kind of said and she, i think she's right it was a blessing really 
those days, even the, you know, heavier parts of caring for someone. Sure. But wonderful. I made her photo video to show at the wake next week or the funeral or the memorial service. And what a life, you know. So going through all these photo albums of her 1947 high school pictures and, you know, she was a Great Depression child. Yes. Hard to think like that was my mom, you know, and yes, and what a great lady. So celebration of life next week. And um, yep. That's all with me. So we're just cleaning out things at the house. Stuff like that. And yeah, that I'm makes gonna... for uh, kind of somber days. And and um, that's that's a shame. But she look at this great sun she turned out. Oh, I was thinking of the sky, son. No. It's great son, David. She did a good job. You're a good guy. Well, thank you, Jeff. And But isn't it, it really is amazing to think that you know somebody that was born in uh, 1931. 31, yep, yep. You know, I mean, that, you, probably when you tell your kids about it, their jaws hit the floor. I know what my kids do. I say, yeah, my dad was born in 19... 19- 25 and they're like what so that might be the same when we tell our grandkids even 1960 for me 55 for you right the year was born yeah 57 1957 57 yeah yeah only only 12 years after the end of world war ii i mean it's just it does sound like you're old. Oh, sorry. You're young. We just established that, didn't and, we? And my grandmother, my grandmothers were born in uh, 1896 and 1900. I don't, I never knew my grandfathers and I don't know those dates offhand, but. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, people I knew were born in 1896. Wow. Amazing. So you can see why people are obsessed with squad leader because, you know, anything you can do to divert your brain from all of these crazy, the passage of time, the coming of the future, the premature arrival of aging, you want to get your mind off that? Here's what you do. You grab this book, ASL rule book, and dig into the greatest game of the world. And your cares will go out the window. Well, speaking of, shall we do a what you've been playing lately and save letters for last of the show? Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Do I need my flute? I will just say it. What have you been playing lately? lately? What have you been been playing lately? Well, what have you, Jeff? It has not been ASL for you. You have a, well, left I, the flock, and you've been yeah, well, expanding your gaming. Well, it's been a weird couple of months. Uh, I'm definitely going to be getting back into ASL, but uh, I've been you know, doing some other stuff, and it actually gets very busy for me at work at the end of the year because uh, it seems like the clients who didn't want to spend money suddenly now want to put spend all their money so they can deduct the expenses and all that stuff. So oh. I get very busy at the end of the year. So I haven't had a lot of time to play, but I have kept up with my game of Space Empires with Mike Rizzi and Rich Spilkey over at, in Mike Rizzi's amazing game room. And we're we're on about session four of that. We're going to play this week again. 
and that's going well. That's that's really a fun game. It's um, you know, especially if you like sci-fi, and I am a a longtime sci-fi fan, long before I was a World War II um, follower. I wouldn't say I was going to say expert. No, buff. No, no, mm. no. Couldn't think of any good words. But uh, since student. I got student, student of World War II. There we go. Student of World War II. I was into sci-fi, so it's really fun moving ships around through black holes and 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 you build. It's an empire. Yes. Sorry, goal yes, is to... empire building. So you have to keep track of your resources, and uh, you build ships, and you have to deploy and protect your area and explore. And then, of course, after a while, you run out of enough material to maintain your empire. So you kind of kind of move into the guy across the street or next door, move into his yard a little bit, nudge, nudge, nudge. You want some of his resources, nudge, like maybe he won't mind, but <laughs> mostly they do. So then war breaks out and uh, the battles ensue. And it's a, it's a really fun game. Kind of a lot of bookkeeping, you know, not a lot, but you got to keep everything written down on little sheets there's charts and stuff because as you build equipment it has different features and and uh, options for it so you have to keep track of which ships have what but still it's a really fun game and we have a good time it's the first time rich has played a sci-fi game because he's been such an asl guy you know for so long he hasn't really expanded much into other areas so it's very fun to uh to watch him get excited about sci-fi yeah, he doesn't have the miniature background that I have. Yeah. That's all I used to do was ASL and then miniature war games and D&D. And then, so I don't have a lot of other board game experience, right, either. Yeah, and maybe you'll get a chance to uh, to join us for Space Empires at some point. Hope so. Yep. I hope well, so. I have been playing. Yeah, what have you been up to? Um, when this, I had to write the title and it didn't print out when i printed it i called it saving private ryan but it's bridge at ramel and mm. i printed this out somewhere i had these happened to be in my beyond valor box or valor of the guards when dave and i were playing those oh. and i had them out in the table and he saw saving private ryan written on he goes what is that and i said oh it's some like movie based scenarios i think it was a series or something i don't remember and he goes, well, let's play that. So we finished the huge, um, for us, Valor of the Guards, like 10 turn. Uh, what was it called? The uh, Well, it was where Von Paulson was held up in that building in Stalingrad and the last days of the war. Um, Edge of Extinction or whatever. But anyway, it's uh, so we and then we, we uh, grabbed this and played it. We had a blast. Let me tell you. A lot of over little overlays to just set this up like the movie. And there's a tower, church tower with the steeple. And Dave was remembering all the scenes. So he's like, oh, this is like that in the movie. And then the movie, they did this. And I, it's a little vaguer for me, but I'm like, yeah, I remember. And then there's a sand guard at the end of the bridge where, you know, Tom Hanks was with the pistol at the end of that scene. The mm -hmm. Germans are rolling up. And um, we had a blast. And I played a little reckless uh jumping into hand-to-hand -hand combat you reckless yeah yeah four hexes all at once just jump right into hand-to-hand -hand combat who cares 
<laughs> if yeah. everyone everyone's gone, so what? Let's have let's just play for absolute fun. And uh, it was fun, and it still came down to the last because, of course, we kind of split those hand to hands, um, or had a hex where everybody was gone. And it, yeah, man, these bazookas were tough in this city, and it has these little special rules. And we had a blast, so we're gonna do it again. But it's interesting, Dave Googled it. I'm like, you're never gonna find "Save It in Private Ryan" scenario. I'm not even sure it's the right title. And he found the thing online. He goes, well, is this it? Because we had some confusion about some things we were didn't we didn't have our overlays up first. So that when they listed the buildings, it wasn't making sense, which is a real dumb mistake. But guess what? I went into our copy of the Scenario Designer's Handbook by, by Michael, Michael Doroche. And in it, I discover he and I read the whole thing here years ago, but forgot he has two two versions of the Saving Private Ryan scene. One was this one here called uh, what is it? A gold solid gold real estate. That looks a little less complicated, a little less complex. And yeah, this is a simple scenario. And, but, oh. and he has the other version. I thought there's a bigger one. Yeah, well, here's the solid gold real estate. Okay. So it's amazing to compare that. And he compares how the two designers did the two different scenarios of the same movie scene and talks about how the movie scenes are different. So ours was this bridge. Yes, right. So I must have found it online somewhere first. And I thought it was MD scenario MD1, which wasn't on my sheet. I thought, oh, then it's Michael Dorosh 1. And then I realized, no, this is Mark Drake. Oh, okay. Signed Bridget Ramel. Yeah. And not, so that's why it's MD1. And then he, Mike Doroche made, Dorosh made, I forget how he said his name, made a overlay to be put on the game board so we didn't have to lay all these different um, things down. To make oh, the terrain play for it. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. this re this replaces. Yeah. And I saw this and I saw these shell holes along the road. And I was like, wait, there are no shell holes on the game that Dave and I played, realizing we forgot the rule that the uh, orchards are shell holes. Ah. Uh -huh. So so other than that, we So did you it. did your own version of a of a <laughs> yeah. Just an extra plus one on a couple shots. They were not in the way too much. The DK1 scenario, we'll call that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, fascinating. Didn't even know. We played it. And it's 0-0 zero, zero on um, Roar. Roar. Mm -hmm. Apparently, no one played it. I don't know. It's it, We had a blast. Well, I'm fascinated all around, first of all, that you finished up Valor of the Guards. Well, he's... Can I say Dave you stopped? Said Dave, he's ready for a uh, a break. <laughs> I burned him out. Did you? <laughs> the, we had two left, and you they're don't. the two largest ones that are yeah. scenarios and not a campaign game. And then he goes, "Well, boy, this is you know a lot of stacks and a lot." <laughs> so, so we switched. And then I'm sorry, you were saying. Yeah, and well, so there's there's that there's that there's the. Um, uh, the fact that you found this particular one, you didn't play it in any particular order. You're, you're a very check off things, go down the list and check things off down the list. 
here's one that just popped out of your collection and you decided to play it, which was pretty unique for you. You are absolutely correct. And I, <laughs> I will confess now that you say that, that I, I struggled for a moment. Like, where does this fit into things? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Mike Rizzi and I finished my foo, my foo. Wait, wait, did we finish this? Yes, yes. This is the French Defending. It's from Bounding Fire Productions. Once again, a sponsor of our show. Bounding Let's Fire. <laughs> and it's from Blood and Jungle. Oh, yes. One of my favorites. One of our... Yeah, yeah I remember we uh, did a review of Blood and think... Jungle way back. That was his first donation to us ever. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. And he was like, I think he was kind of like, do I trust you two bozos? Why would I send you a free game? We met him at the game convention, remember? Yeah. We were talking live. That's right. Bar, yeah. I think. That's right. And he's like, well, okay, I'll send. Does it have to be a complete copy? I'm like, send us a damage, whatever. We don't yeah. care. But anyway, yeah, so we're I'm finally playing all those with Mike. And um, this was pretty pretty fun, too. Japanese bonsai, a charge. And Mike had, as usual, a lot of breakdowns on some weapons and stuff. So... You against know. the French. So this was where French. in uh, Burma yeah. thing? Yeah. Uh, French Indochina. Okay. Have you been to Indochina? I've been to Outochina. <laughs> Do you know I've said that to you at least twice before on this show? Have you? Yes. <laughs> it's from Anything well, Goes, the musical. Is it really? Yes. I, did, I, I played the lead in that in high school. <laughs> and yeah, so it's got some early big infantry guns and ATRs and stuff like that. And so, yeah, French Indochina, which would be Vietnam or maybe other parts of. Yes. Yeah. But uh, what what's the date on that scenario? Yeah, that is 40, 1940. So oh. the French were still in there and yeah, the Japanese were liberating it for the greater East Asia co-prosperity sphere, if I remember right. correctly. Yeah, something like that. I came yeah. upon that that term the other day when I was reading. I'm still reading um, At Dawn We Slept, that 600-page book on Pearl Harbor. Good. And that, I, I had actually forgotten that particular designation for that area of the world, as the Japanese were referring to it. And I kept, I kept thinking, oh, I'm going to remember that. Oh, I'm going to remember that. Oh, I got to remember that. Well, I don't remember that. So I'm glad you remember that. I don't know where I pulled that out of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, let's go back, though, to your Saving Private Ryan. What what boards? I was just curious what boards that uses, because there might be a lot of people that are. 23. It's an old okay. one. Standard Real, boards. It's the river, the standard river. You guys okay. have probably played it early in, um, well, I know it's in. Boy, Jeff, it, that was in the early Russian Beyond Valor. I think there were several games trying to cross the bridges. Okay. In that, because they only had that one river board. Because you yeah. had boards one through whatever came out with the earlier games. So getting to 23, I guess maybe it was in Beyond Valor. But um, if, you, if you don't know, it's in your scenario designer's handbook because and if you don't have the same i wonder if you can still get that and what about the overlays dave is that an overlay dave is showing me an overlay that's in the book that michael yeah, that, actually yeah. designed for that scenario that's one you can actually cut out and use you can yeah or he says permission to photocopy and oh i see cut up your okay. book either so okay 
but it's the regular size hexes. So some of us. Um, oh, that's yep, good that's, good that's what I played lately. That's great. Well, I'm glad you're sticking in there. Now, um, how much how much more of Blood and Jungle do you have to go? A lot. Okay. <laughs> I think there's 30 in there. Yeah. And I think we've done five to six. And you're playing uh, face to face? We are again, yes. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Super good. Yep. Yeah. Great. It's like our breakfasts. We got a lot of likes on our tweet when I tweeted out our breakfast photo. Oh, I forgot to ask your permission. Yeah, no. I'll, okay, I'll retract I don't it. My face on the internet. <laughs> well, is it time for what's in oh. a box? Let's see. I think I got everything. All right. This never gets old, <laughs> except maybe it does. No, only oh, you get old. 13 oh, wait. Years, yeah, only I get old. Nice. No, no. We already established. I'm All kicking right. you under the table. Ow, ow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's time for what's in the box. Today, we have a very belated look at, because we had, I, I, I had to buy this myself, so. Or wait. No, I think this I actually paid for. With as you know, certain companies don't give us product to no. advertise on their on our show. Free advertising for a free product. Um, Deluxe Advanced Squad Lita. And wow. so I have not seen this yet. So well, I haven't seen you in person at your house for for quite a while. So I have not seen that. How long have you had this in your hands? A long time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think at least six months. Because wow. there's always more to do. And then these interviews we've been getting, you know. Yeah, great interviews. And yeah. then, you know, the March Madness guys sent us a whole stack for free. It's, I'm, I'm wanting, and I, those all look great. But the history of Deluxe. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Can you see this over my shoulder? Uh, it looks like an Oscar. Yes, next to the Oscar. Oh. Yes. Is. Yes, Streets of Fire, right. Deluxe ASL Module 1. And that's, a, that's a complete game, isn't it, Dave? It is. It's just a box lid. No, it's not. No, oh, it's complete. I thought you meant like it's not just a lid. Not even listening to me. I'll just keep I talking. am, but I thought you meant a lid. You know, uh, I love the cover on that. That is that is one of my favorite covers. I don't know what it is Have about we... it. Have we done the box art on these deluxes yet? I I don't know that we ever did, but I, but I this one is always I've always had an a special affinity for that one. Yeah, so you got some cool scenarios in there, and then it it was semi successful. So, well, it was successful because you couldn't get ASL product in those days. Yeah. So then they came out with Hedgerow Hell, ASL Deluxe ASL Module Two, another great cover piece. Which we we will have to do these because yeah this was GP George I think Parish or was the artist we mm. so yeah we should get back to that so that's then Hedgerow Hell which is all the tight Hedgerow stuff and right. they had not rewritten those Hedgerow rules yet and um, there was some Ian, talk about that wasn't there yeah they yeah. rewrote them better in the second version rulebook yeah and remember Michael Dora oh no. Um, 
Ian Daglish had the whole scenario pack with all the hedgerows. You and I played a lot of those. Yes, we did. When we yeah. interviewed him, he talked about a lot of that. That's right. So there were those. And then when I opened that box, I found these boards. When I was looking for something else, uh, I found a bunch of folded. Gadzooks, look at those. Thin deluxe boards. Yeah. That triple fold out. They make great D&D screens for <laughs> your dice behind. Yeah. And, but I'm like, where did these come from? What are these? Well, what's and the board designation in the corner? I, what's it say? J and I in deluxe version, because they oh, use these okay. different. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I think I remember. I think there was an action pack deluxe not that long ago. Wow. Yeah, I don't actually uh, I actually could, don't remember we that. Should, we should Google. Well, okay. So I'm gonna bet you they're action pack deluxe boards. There's yeah. four of these things, and and that was when I was looking for the next deluxe because no one was making deluxe for a while. You remember? Yeah, it's been a while. And then deluxe pack number one. Wow, by scenarios and seven deluxe boards by LaFranc Terrier. Yeah. And the ASL scenario archive, I don't even know what that who they are, but LFT we know, but they don't send yeah. us anything for free. So this came from our friend Derek. Derek Ritter. At, at Ritterkrieg.com. Yes, Ritterkrieg, who is one of our very fine sponsors. You know, and we should talk about our sponsors. Should we do it right now? We are doing it now. Okay. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> I'm trying to seamlessly work it in. Yeah. Yes, the way they're doing now on YouTube. A lot of YouTube videos now. Oh. Include uh, uh, sponsors, embedded ads by sponsors, like product like placement. Anyway, I won't, folks, I won't name yeah. any other sponsors at all. They're right. If you're not listening, if you're not watching, you're missing anyway, my listeners, product placement. Check, grab a piece of paper, jot this down, Ritterkrieg.com. And when you're at the end of the, today's show, it's going to be really sad. You're going to want to lift your spirits a little bit, do something fun. Grab your laptop, grab your tablet, go to Ritterkrieg.com and peruse the fine selection of products available there. ASL products, a few other things as well. We won't go into what they've got because things go in and out of stock. You know, it's this supply line issue. Things go in and out of stock. But head over to Ritter Creek, order a dozen different things. Don't just order one thing. Order a bunch of stuff. And you will get free shipping if it's shipped inside the continental United States, which currently there are 48 states. We'll see how that progresses as time goes on. But as of this listening, it's 48 Go to Ritter Creek. Great stuff. Great guy. And uh, you'll feel better. And so we'll Indeed. thank them for uh, sponsoring. So this wonderful pack that he supplied to us. Yeah. Had all these boards. And then you ah. and I had talked like we really wanted to play these. And we I think COVID so must have already hit. No, or it was. I don't remember if we were not live then. You and I did in the same room. But yeah, I don't think we were. I know we said we were going to do these, and I think we didn't want to do them on Vassal because they're yeah. big hexes. They're What's... big hexes. They're beautiful boards. I, you can tell a lot of work went into the artwork on the boards. They really did a great job. Yeah, so that that was that. And now, just as a quick review, the the um, 
Dave Ramsey was the per- producer because he's the one from the scenario archive. Yes. And then I didn't know Steve Swan was in on the map creation and the concept. Steve Swan is everywhere. He's like Zelig. <laughs> well, not like Zelig at all, but yeah. Everywhere. Cover art, Emmanuel Batisse. Batisse. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've seen his name zillions of times. Javier Vitri from LFT, of course, publishing it. Scenarios in here from Vika, Ramsey, Barker, Reeve, and Swan again. Playtesting, Noguera. Noguera, yeah. Where? Uh, <laughs> Sprague. <laughs> and the intensifier points. But we're not even reviewing this product today. Why am I getting into such detail? Just because I, I like to drop names of people we interviewed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dave, as we refer to Dave affectionately, the butcher, because he will butcher your name. So we're opening this puppy, the yeah, Lux Advanced so Squad Leader. It's a reissue, so that will make our review shorter. It has the typical <laughs> Dave's favorite thing, the yellow no, piece of paper. This is this is the little one. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite little piece of paper. No, I like the big one. I don't you know like if it's that one. Blue. We're gonna see. That's and a big blue sheet. Oh, oh, oh it's it's white. What's well, white? Hmm. You no, can not, yeah, not three hole punch get, though. Get out your airbrush. You could paint that blue. It comes with uh, all your original stuff. So you've got these scenarios. Says this one's been updated. Boy, Don Greenwood helped design this one. Wow. That's this is the original deluxe pack. Man, all the memories. For, for, those of you, yeah, for, for those of you that are not watching this video, you should get on YouTube and watch it because it's so great seeing Dave. You should see how excited he is. <laughs> I I know I have to grow up. Yeah, no, don't, don't do it. Berserk, I remember this one. Oh, gosh, yeah, sure. Storming the factory, Little Stalingrad, first, yeah. and then the um, Schoolhouse. This is the only one my sister ever played. Your sister? Now, I don't remember if I knew that. You didn't. She played me, well, I think one game she played game. I got her to play this. Wow, yeah. what a sister. And, and then there's all the ones that came from the... Hedgerow Hell Pack with the Americans, Clay Pigeons, they're coming in the old tradition, are new ones that were put out in the journals. Okay. Well, you got all your journal updates. Some don't say they were updated. Some say they were. Okay, yeah, I was wondering. So some of these have been tuned up to, to meet the discerning requirements of the modern ASL player. Yeah. Yeah. Kiwi's attack issued as GDB. Oh, general. The Genesis from the general magazine, I think. Uh, and are there new ones? Let's see. Test Dave's knowledge. No. All these are familiar to me. So you're not getting any new scenarios. You want the new scenarios, you got to get to that other archive pack. Yeah. yeah. But these it's a nice all... check of scenarios. What are there, like 20 scenarios there? Yeah, a lot. I forgot there were this yeah. many over yeah. my life. Yeah. And there was a set of deluxe overlays put out by the first annual Another White Page. I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas. <laughs> These were originally on the uh, cover, uh, uh, an extra uh, heavy cover 
around a annual put out by I got this I got this someone we should interview um the guy I watched play at my first tourney Herman McGillicuddy wow he's wow he's oh I can't it'll come later but he they were the wrong size sadly when he but otherwise it was a fantastic annual he made um no kidding they they printed an annual with overlays, but they were the wrong size. Yeah, he had them off just a tad. Oh, man. But it was, hey, it's still great. He does yeah. great work. Yeah. If I can think of his name. He used to do the A-Slug magazine, ASL Union of Gamers. Oh, right. Boy, you know. Now, I, now, now there's two guys here that can't remember his name. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so you, oh, and then apparently, I don't remember these, uh, rubble or debris. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't stone rubble wood. Yeah. Okay, so you get all that, and then you get in this pack the original boards. So remember, you know, Deluxe was out of print for a long time. It was hard to get the product. If you bought it from some greedy person like me on eBay, you had to pay a lot of money. And look, a third sheet of paper. Whoa. This is insane. It's so there you go. That, that is giving. Your, That's a what? beauty. That That is a beauty. And a nice box. And if you're aching to buy this, go to Ritter Creek and see if he's got it in stock. Yes. Do not go to MMP. <laughs> and yeah. the beauty of these were, of course, you could spread all your counters out. Like, yeah. Yeah, which is, oh, you know, that's a pretty nice thing. It's it really a gift. It, it really is. You know, it's been a while since you and I have played face-to-face, -face, and I'm going to be challenged to play on a standard size board with stacks of counters because I'm so used to the luxury of Vassal. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when we get together again, we're going to commit to starting with the yeah. um, deluxe pack from Dave and Ramsey and them. There's been no reason in particular why we haven't gotten together face to face to play because no, together for other things. It's just things haven't laid out over the last few months. So yeah, well, especially we will, mom, we mom getting ill and yeah, um, and then our other gaming conflicts and right. And then it is convenient if we try to keep that three o'clock to five o'clock slot. Yeah, that works really well for me to still not have to set up a game and true. Yeah, so I'm spoiled. I don't mind going to your house because you get everything set up, and then, <laughs> and then you keep it. If we don't finish, you manage to keep it set up. I don't know how you do that with all the different games and stuff you've got going. I don't know how you do it. And I slide them up. Yeah. Well, I could turn the camera that way, but you, I don't think you'd be able to see it over by the Hakapale. Yeah, Dave has posters. Yep. And, right along the ceiling. Yep. Along the ceiling is a plexiglass game just shoved into that two-inch space on top That's a of the I think we don't live on a fault line somewhere because uh, <laughs> there were earthquakes that would really mess things up. Well, nice. That's a nice product. Really fun. Makes a great gift. And uh, last thing up be some letters 
Mm-hmm. Still catchy. That means it's time for letters. Indeed. You know, I used to miss uh, the typewriter, but I don't anymore. <laughs> I like Adam's uh, rendition of Der Wanderer. Yeah, I, I've gotten very used to that, too. It's just, it is nice. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Well, I think you have the first letter, Jeff. Well, that means I would have to open up my Google Drive. And go into show in the works. Oh, yours is the letter from the guy who wrote the song talking about it. So Chris that'll Dawson. be yeah, we can oh. give him credit for that as we as you read that. Yeah. Yes, so I've got one here from Christopher Dawson who wrote a song for us, did some lyrics for us, which Dave performed brilliantly. I haven't heard it yet, but I just assume it's brilliant. Hi guys, here is my entry for the song lyric contest. Please let me know you received my lyrics. This is a fun idea for a contest. I adopted an old drinking song called The Moonshiner. The Clancy Brothers have a great version of it. Not sure I want to call and sing it because I don't want to sound like an American Idol reject, so I hope the lyrics are enough. Let me know, though, if you require a rendition. Below my lyrics, uh, below my lyrics are the original lyrics. So he included all that, and there we go. How long? How long do you think? How long ago was this? Yeah, I would say ten years. Wow! But eight is eight more reasonable for yeah, the. Yeah, it's it? probably eight, eight, eight or nine. Probably it, right. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. So thanks, Christopher. We emailed him, and I tried to tell him, "Hey, we're putting your song out because Dave Dave found it in an old file and got inspired." <laughs> but. Uh. It bounced back, so if anyone knows Christopher, let him know. We don't even know if he listens anymore. Yeah. I have well, a letter from John Bola, Balof, okay. mm -hmm. or Balog. Um, John had written and said, Dear Jeff and Dave, how are you? I wanted to let you know I have now listened to all your episodes all the way back to podcast number one. Wow. Would you go berserk if you learn? learned that I listened to them at double time. Well, 1.5 time anyway. I think you and I have talked. We do that too with many I podcasts. Do, I do, yeah, for some, yeah. If so, then never mind. I listen to them at the normal number of movement factors. Actually, never, never mind. I wouldn't want to conceal the truth from you. <laughs> oh. Get the all the ASL words in here. You are, after all, you are elite podcasters who present no hindrance to the enjoyment of the wonderful game of squad leader, especially those like me who are green. Sometimes I find myself immobilized by the arcane rules of ASL, mm -hmm. but your rule discussions help prevent me from being bogged down and losing morale. And I mean this, I'm not blowing smoke up your, um, well, never mind about that. At the risk of breaking your patience, I wonder if you might remember a residual comment I made previous message about the retro variant rule set. Were you able to scrounge time to look through those rules or were you simply too swamped with many responsibilities in life? That would certainly be understandable. You both deserve victory points for all you have shared with me with this hobby. Thanks again. And that's from 
John, Stephen, Bull. I don't know why they call That's me Seven. Then, oh, seven. seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know why they call me Seven? Because I'm a six plus one. Oh, he's managed to screw that up. Uh, and I have those rules sitting right there. I can't quite reach them, but they're. I'm going to do that. We're going to do that next. Well, you know, promises, promises soon. Yes. Hopefully within 10 years. Well, yeah, sooner than getting to that song that we just I did at the beginning. Because in 10 years, I'll be 75, which is the new 40. Is that something like that? I'll be 40 then. That's that's a really nice letter, though. I'm just really uh, happy to see that one from John. And Green, he's doing, uh, I mean, he writes a pretty good letter for a guy that's green. Mm -hmm. He's uh, getting his head into the rule book some, so hope he's having a good time. Oh, and then he said he's got a PS there, Dave. What's it say? Oh, sugar tanks. Sugar tanks. Now that goes back also. That goes, yes. One of, one of our first. Fun, yeah. fun contest. Got one here from our, our good friend in Scotland, Alan Hume. Hey, hey guys, hope all is well with you and yours. I went out uh, to town yesterday afternoon. Didn't get back till fairly late. All the night people were out on the buses by the time I was coming home. And I met Pete Phillips and the mighty Grofaz himself, Steve Pleva. Look at that. How about that? Steve was in London. He decided he wanted to see Scotland. So he is going to Edinburgh Castle today. Martin, Vicka, Tony, Rod, etc. are all meeting him in town as well. I can't make it today. So I made the effort to go out and meet him yesterday. That sounds like a blast. And Martin, Vicka, we got a... He... He was doing the scenario designs on this deluxe uh, LFT thing. He's been doing it a lot. Okay. His, his name is all over the place. So, yeah, we should look for him. Uh, he's a very nice man. I think he's talking to... Pleva. Pleva. He's a very nice man and tried persuading Pete to come on the show as well to no avail, sadly. Pete is still insisting that he will come on when he has finished with View from the Trenches. Which we hope will be never in that case. We do hope it'll be never, but still it would be fun. You know, Dave, maybe we have to go over there and interview him live. <laughs> oh, trick him. Like meet him in a pub and then yes. have tape recorders on us. Yes. Oh, he's French. We would meet him in a cafe. No, he's he's English. Oh, yes. View from the trenches. I'm sorry. I've, I, I think. Yeah. I think he's out there. I was thinking of LFT. Right. Yes, yes of course. Referring yes. to the. We got to get over there. Yeah, that'd be the way. Keep yep. our secret recording devices yep. on us, and yep. and maybe maybe in a year or two, I'm getting younger. <laughs> yeah, let's wait till you're then you'll be physically able to keep up with me. Yeah. Okay. Especially since you started exercising. Thanks, Alan, for your letter. Always like hearing from you. And I have one from Malcolm Cameron, dear. Dave and Jeffrey, I agonized over the order of the salutation in this email. Even after settling on alphabetical order, I continued to fret for a time. If I addressed you as Messrs. Hallett and Kleinschmidt, the alphabet would have reordered your names, which may have been some comfort to Jeff, but it would also have made it sound like I was writing to a law firm, not to one of my favorite podcasts. So, Dave and Jeff it is. Thank you for the podcast, which I love. And I'm not sure I know why I love it. 
We're not we're not ditto. sure either. Yeah, ditto. I don't really l- listen to learn the rules except when Rich Spokey is on. <laughs> I don't know what that says about my rule segments. I don't really listen for the product news. That's understandable. We're usually yeah. pretty late. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hardly news. And I don't usually enter contests. And I think this is the first time I've written to you. But I do listen and I do love the podcast. Well, thanks for the backward compliments, Mel. Yeah, I mean, that that really is quite an in, uh, encouraging endorsement, encouraging to me. And I uh, I always say to Robin, who has had a podcast for the last three years, and she doesn't get a huge amount of mail, but I always say for every person that writes you, there's probably 20 people that don't. Yep. And so yep. when somebody like this finally does write, it's really nice to hear. Absolutely true. Yeah. And he goes on to, to be more complimentary. I think it's because the two of you bring your podcast and affection for the game, your friends in the hobby, and for each other, and for shooting the breeze about things which interest you, which you do in a warm, engaging, and welcoming way. Your podcast makes me laugh some of the time and cry some of the time. Well, not actually cry, but come on. The red die and the white die are equal on a hit versus a vehicle. It's a whole hit. We we knew that. I just misspoke. Yeah. Ultimately, what I like about the podcast is that it makes me feel good to hear you guys talk about ASL. I feel fortunate to be in the same hobby as people like the two of you, Spilky and Donovan. And I love the songs and dad jokes combined with the greatest hits of the 70s and 80s. Can't believe no one has done that before. <laughs> so thank you. So yeah, it's thank and thank you for one. Yeah, letting us know that. And um, it's it, Malcolm. It is just kind of cool to, I think, to hear people talk about the things that we love, especially again if they're doing it in a, a appreciative way. You know. Yes, and you know we should put a uh, subtitle on the podcast. It should be called the Two Half Squads, and then like in parentheses, we misspoke. <laughs> because we do and we don't care no <laughs> um like to know that our listeners are listening it's kind of a test for them yes are you paying attention we yeah. think you are yeah that's a nice letter yeah and it's kind of like why i've gotten into our twitter now because it's all since you let me open it up into miniature painters and stuff and she, yes it, it's it's cool for me to just look at the it's got the board games now the world war ii historical things come in right and this uh, people painting things and making little look i made a a, a miniature wheat field yeah <laughs> you know and it's just it's it's been really narrowed down to just that cool to me it's just cool stuff people doing what you like the same thing you like to do you know yeah yeah i love that I like to know that there are more weird people out there than just you and me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's an anonymous con- comment uh, regarding Carl, our interview with Carl, I guess. Yes, no Guerra. Uh, no Guerra. No Guerra. Uh, and the comment is Carl's gameplay is matched by his knowledge of the rules. Watch your hopes and dreams vanish as he dismantles your plans and forces. He does love that encirclement counter. Always a learning experience playing him. Glad you guys had him on the show. Yeah, we really enjoyed having him on the show, and I'm glad I've never played him. I'm not sure I could stand the humiliation. And in that game, I was talking about Bridget Rommel with Dave Tibbenen, 
he actually said, oh, I'm, I'm going to fire this squad now because then I can do that encirclement thing. So I think he heard it, Carl talking about it. Yeah. Because I don't do it much. I, well, I don't do it nearly enough. Yeah. yeah. But it's but how often are we do we get our enemies surrounded anyway? Well, you know, if you if you for myself, I think if I exercised that muscle more, it's like mm. using smoke. We have both exercised our smoke muscles more. And so yes. we find more and more opportunities to use it and eventually effectively. And encirclement is one that I don't use that muscle enough. So maybe maybe next year, maybe 2022 is the year of encirclement. We'll have to see how odd that would be. So I would just, that wraps up our letters. I do want to thank our new YouTube subscribers, George Kelm of um, <clears throat> Caslow. The Canadian ASL group. Yeah, yep. he yep. makes products there and and Phil W, Chris Hoffland, and Michael Mystery for uh, subscribing on YouTube. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you for that. And we want to also give a big thank you for the whole year for our Patreon sponsors. We've got mm -hmm. about 50 or so, and it's a great way to support the show. If you'd like, you can go to Patreon and patreon.com and look up the two half squads and make a pledge for a dollar an episode or something like that. It doesn't take much or two or two or three or whatever you want. And uh, it helps us keep going and keeps us in new products at all times and find new equipment and bandwidth and all that other stuff. So, and we've got some Patreon people that we'd like to thank that have signed up. Uh, let's see. How long is this list? Not that long. Nope. Uh, That's got, our last batch. We've been thinking, you know, just, we've been thinking little batches over the last yeah. year. Okay, so this is the last of the group. Hopefully we'll have some new ones uh, next time. So Harry, am I going to do their last names, Dave? Uh, I think we decided nobody cared anymore, but whatever. You want to do initial or? I think, yeah, Harry L, Jobo F, Trip Von M, Mark B, somebody named Clinton. Daryl A, Christian H, John B, and Nelson I. We thank you very, very much for supporting us there on Patreon. And, Indeed. you know, we also thank again um, Bounding Fire Productions for being back in the fold with us. And they can't say enough good stuff about Bounding Fire Productions. If, if uh, you get a chance, folks, even if you don't get a chance, stop what you're doing. Go to BoundingFireProductions.com. Look at all the goodies. You can hardly stand it. It's true. Like all these been... great blood and jungle. I'm yeah. really getting into this one. Uh, we like the Schmidt too, but um, yes, a lot of these are really tight and a lot of variety in this uh, blood and jungle because yeah. a lot of different um, areas to play in. It's around the world. It's not yeah. just like a campaign thing. But. Great stuff. So get over there. Oh, and, they have a new thing coming out, too. I don't, I forgot what it is. So Operation Neptune. Operation Neptune gives insight into the British Army assault on the River Seine at Vernon, France, in late August 1944. There's a sale going on in progress because this is a new product. Shipping is going to start pretty soon, so get your orders in soon, soon, soon. And we're looking forward to getting that. I'm, I know I am. 
the box art looks well it's not box art but the box cover looks great mm, okay very exciting <laughs> something to look forward to for 19 for 1922 no for 2022 <laughs> all right well thanks everybody for listening thank you everybody and thanks dave you're looking you're looking great as usual and thanks for a great year hope you have a good christmas and happy yep. new to all happy holidays to everybody here Hanukkah. we'll see you next year we will yeah so bye everyone remember to roll low and rally well but not when you're playing, when you're playing us, us. Bye. Bye. Bye.